Hey there. Tell me, what do you do? Now, when asked with that question, usually people answer with the thing that they do professionally or they have studied to reach. I'm a college student. I'm an engineer. I'm a doctor. I'm a writer. I'm a driver. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm this or that. And it's such a strange, th- strange thing how quickly that answer comes about. It's like they're immediately rushing towards it. It's like, yes, that is who I am. That is me. And it's understandable because usually that's the thing you do that gets you paid. And that's the thing you do that's, you know, on a professional level. But even when asked in a social manner, people tend to go to that answer. I'm that thing. And here's the thing. Humans are so hung up on titles and definitions. And it never sat right with me to be defined by one thing. Especially when I do many things. And maybe that's why... I don't say what I am unless necessary to point it out. And here's what I mean. When someone is asking about a specific thing, let's say they read something I write and they ask, are you a writer? Then I would say, yes, I am a writer. Or when I'm uh, asking for representation for a book I wrote, then I would say I'm a writer. And uh, if maybe I'm joining a gym and I'm going to work out, are you, uh, you know, an athlete of sorts? And then if I am, I would say I am an athlete. And if I get asked about you you get the point. If I get asked about a certain thing, I would say, yeah, I do that. Or if I need to define it in a certain field, let's say I'm looking for a job as an engineer, then I would say uh, or write down in my CV that I am a mechanical engineer, for example. But when asked to define yourself in a social manner, I, I just struggle to find the words. Is this person best getting to know me as one of those things? Which one do I say? Do I say I'm a writer? Do I say I'm someone who's, you know, physically active, who works out all the time? Or do I say that I'm someone who's doing 3D art? And that's the thing. Uh, You can't just say and you can't just go and say, I do all of those things, which are unrelated to one another some of the time and it would come off as too self-absorbed so that's the thing how do you define yourself maybe it is easier to just say I'm one of them and just stick with that I'm 
the thing that defines me the most among all the of, of the other things. I do engineering 90% of the time, so I'm an engineer. Or I write 60% of the, of the time and draw 40% of the time, then I'm a writer. You get the point. It's like, do you stick with one thing to define yourself? And look, it's not a bad thing and it's not a problem. In fact, it's a good thing to find something to define yourself with because then you have found a place for yourself professionally, socially, and even on a personal level, you find, you found a goal to pursue. You found something that gives you meaning. And usually, especially at an early age, maybe at the start of your 20s, that seems like a necessity because you are young and you haven't exactly established yourself. You need to find something to focus on. Otherwise, you're too spread out. You're too distracted. And even worse, um, you have no identity. Or rather, you're looking for one to identify yourself with. And by the end of this episode, I might end up giving you either an identity crisis or an identity revelation. Anyway, when you find something, and most of the time it's either something you pursue as a career, um, let's say you didn't go to university, instead you found a craft and you just focused on it, you became, um, let's say, a mechanic or something like that. Which is a really good thing, by the way. I'm not, uh, I'm not talking down on any kind of profession. They're all essential. So you found something and you focused on it. And usually that's the thing you find to associate yourself with. You define yourself by it. And then after you, let's say, graduate. Let's go back with the example of going to university. And then you find a job, and you do that job, and you get good at it. And, uh, you know, you pass a tunnel. You find a thing to focus on, and you go through that tunnel that's focused on one profession. And there you go. You got good at it. You got a job, and you got a career path in that job. Now, after this tunnel... When you pass through it, you find out that there's a huge field afterwards. It's not just this one tunnel all the way. And this is why I said it's going to give you either an identity crisis or an identity revelation. Past that tunnel and that huge field, you realize that you can do so many other things. And it's up to you. Do you just stick to the familiar and just do this one thing? Or do you explore? Do you walk the field and try different skills, different crafts? And most of the time they uh, are hobbies. 
not professional ones because you already have one professional thing you might have something on the side that you end up making it as uh, a source of income on the side you might find a part-time job along with your um, career job and uh, that's fine but let's not talk uh, let's not let's not focus on uh, jobs and sources of income I'm I'm focusing on the identity when you identify yourself or when others ask you to tell them to identify yourself now past that tunnel which I would let's let's just give it a number you might pass it and get into this open field by the time you're 25 27 uh, maybe even 30 35 uh, age is just uh, you know a guideline it's not a strict number now when you go into that field and you you you're gonna see a lot of people out there people who have become adults and there are quotations in the word adults um, you start to wonder do they really know what they're doing are they the uh, are they the <laughs> Are they the adults you keep hearing about all through your young age? Are they, the, are they those all-knowing beings that know how life goes on and you just stumbled into this their world and you need them to guide you and tell you all their ancient wisdom? But no, you realize they're all like you. They all went through a tunnel of sorts focused on one thing got good ha good at it find a job found a job and now they're in that open field now some of them and with i say this with you know all positive uh, you know encouragement some of them remain focused on that one thing and that's you know that's great if it works for them that's good um but Others, they don't. They try to find different things. They get so bored with doing one thing. And especially when it's something that has little room for creativity or innovation. I mean, it basically becomes doing the same thing over and over all the time. Um, and I doubt there are humans who don't get bored with just that. I mean, consistency is a beautiful thing. It's a good thing, but still. Now, in that open field, after you have secured yourself in this world, you found your identity. Now you want, you start to explore. You start to see what more is there in you. Now. I want to introduce you to something I see a lot, and it's um, title gatekeeping. And um, gatekeeping basically means people who defend something because they're in, in it and they don't want others to get into it. For example, let's say there's a pianist who is good at playing the piano, and uh, this pianist would say if you don't know a certain symphony by heart then you are not a pianist 
or someone who's an artist who would say unless you can do a certain art without using reference then you are not a real artist now using words like a real title or so or saying things like unless you can do certain things then you are not that title is just toxic because and Let's focus on you, the individual. Pursuing titles and getting called by their name shouldn't be the main focus. I mean, it may be important to identify you, but it's not more important than the skills you um, develop and the level that you reach in those things. And... There are people who do exactly the opposite, and if they like it, good for them, but I don't consider it a healthy way. Um, People who just pursue titles, they would, you know, write anything just to be called a published uh, author. They would draw anything just to be called an artist. They would, you know, mm, let's say... You get the point. They would do anything in a certain field just to get called by that name. And people like that, they don't focus on the skill. They just want um, a sort of vanity um, badge on their chests. And that is perhaps a social thing. Um, They just want to appear a certain way. It's more to them about appearance than it is about the skill or the fields that they would do. Now the thing about passing the tunnel and branching out into the open field uh, after you know you get focused and you'll find a career path is that you might realize that everyone else, those adults, They're as lost and confused as you are. They're not all-knowing and they haven't exactly figured out the secrets to life. They're just in the open field. They're running their own marathons and uh, doing their own things, but they don't have answers for you and perhaps some of them who have practiced certain um, careers and jobs and skills can teach in those things in those fields and that's a really good thing but uh, let's focus on the identity thing now when you when you branch out and you end up doing several things now when you get asked what are you now you want to introduce yourself you want to introduce you in all your complexities in all your details maybe you don't want to introduce all of it but still whatever it is that you might introduce it is not 
you in your complete complex and deep self. That's just a tiny speck of who you are. You are not just that. And most of the time, people who ask that question, let's assume their best intentions are to get to know you, to know more about you, to, you know, have good intentions. Uh, But humans want to identify, they want to associate, they just want to label, and that's the thing about us, we want to label things and people, even though people are too complex to just be labeled one thing, in fact, it's, um, it simplifies them way more than who they really are, now, so, you get asked, who are you, and, well, Hi there. I used to do uh, a certain thing. I studied for one major in university and I got a job and I was doing it for a long time. I still am doing it, but along the way I did so many other things and I've got so good at some of them, exceptionally good at a couple of them. And there are a dozen more that, you know, I manage and I'm good at. But... Which one of them is you? Well, the the simple and short answer is not any one of them is you. They are parts of you, but they, they are not you exclusively. And so, here's a fun way of looking at it. Um... The best way to identify yourself is by your name. Here's why. Your name, let's say that's your identity now, and I'll I'll tell you how. Ever since you were born, you were given that name. Now, everything that you did, um, whether in private or in public or with someone or with another or alone, Everything shameful, proud, uh, happy, sad, uh, dark, light, all of it. In all your different phases, in all your different personalities, in all your growth. All the way from the day you were born and, you know, uh, in the future. It's all your name, it's all you. So when someone gets to know you, or you, when you identify yourself, um, if you go by the title of one thing that you do, the title of your job, then it's going to be, well, you are um, that job, but you also do this and that and that and that, and then you try to link all of the other things to that one thing. But even that one thing doesn't uh, identify all of you. But then again, when you identify it all by your name, then it's going to be you. You do this and that and that. And you are 
let's say you are a doctor and an artist and a writer and uh, an excellent friend and uh, you know and uh, an athlete whatever it is everything that you do then gets associated to you by name so when someone asks you what are you really it doesn't do you justice to just say I am my job it helps to say that if they are uh, looking for someone with certain skills in a certain field then yes you are um, that title and also it doesn't help to just grab onto titles to define yourself because then you try to levitate yourself rise yourself up to a title that may be above you and then you are falsely identifying yourself you're lying to yourself maybe and uh, thinking of it in the other way around um, going into a field and doing things in that uh, particular field and getting good at the skills required in that field then you will the title will be associated to you and you will make it look good not the other way around the title will not take you higher your skills will make associating that title with you uh, a happy and uh, proud thing it will make others look at you and say man I want to practice to become uh, that title and be like you for example and I know I keep saying sorry I know I keep saying title because uh, I'm thinking art I'm thinking uh, literature I'm thinking uh, athletics I'm thinking a lot of things so I'm just sticking with title even I'm thinking music, uh, and I have in mind, uh, as I mentioned earlier, pianists and uh, you know guitar um, guitar players, for example. Um, now, there's a thing that some people do, and oh, I warn you not to go there, not to do it. Um, so here's here's an example. When I first started working out. Um, a guy who was very well respected in bodybuilding approached me and really mocked the hell out of me. I was, I was a child. I was a teenager. And I had absolutely no... Like, I just started for a few months. And he said, what are you looking at? You've got nothing on you. Don't, uh, you know, don't check yourself out or don't try to flex your muscles to see them. You have nothing. And it kind of shattered me back then but no actually it didn't shatter me I just kept working out I didn't think much of it and now a decade later uh, a few years years ago I met the guy and he was still there and I was friendly like I approached him I said hi I asked about him I checked up how, how are things and he didn't like looking at me he felt this resentment and this is the thing I'm warning you about don't 
undermine someone who's just starting because then you set yourself in a place of uh, pitiful rivalry and sadly I've seen examples of this in several fields I've seen it in um, in writing I've seen it in bodybuilding with that guy and I've seen it in art and recently uh, I think a little over a year ago I've seen it in 3d art now here's how it went when I was starting to write um, and that was a very long time ago as well uh, someone said and he, like the way he said it, it was really mean. Um, he called me a pretentious uh, a-hole. Um, and being called that made me doubt myself. Am I really pretentious? Am I acting this way when I'm not really this way? Am I writing things that are not my own work? And, well, now I know that isn't true, but, uh, you know, I kept going. I didn't... Uh, I didn't feel resentment, I didn't try to prove him wrong, I just went on and kept focusing on writing and learning and, and all that. And when I did 3D art and I was um, learning um, polygons, vertices, how to sculpt, how to animate, how to um, rig, um, sorry I'm talking details here. Um, when I got into 3D and I got better at it, before that, when I started, uh, someone said, well, I've been doing this for years, uh, this is my world, and as I kept getting better, and this is not thanks to my own perseverance only, I had really good help, and I had really good teachers, and I had really good uh, guidelines online to, to help me grow, uh, that same person, uh, th there was this um, negativity, there was this toxicity uh, in communicating with them because, well, I, uh, I entered their field, I'm challenging their reign over it, apparently, and, uh, you know, it could have been a good friendship, it could have been uh, something we have in common that we can talk about and help each other and, you know, discuss or challenge each other in a healthy way, but no. Uh, in all three examples, I couldn't uh, be friends with those people because uh, they've established a toxic approach. And I, I don't even like using the word toxic that often. They established a... Mm, negative, uh, resentful approach. How could you, someone who's uh, doing this after me, try to get better than me? And see, in all of those examples, and most likely in all fields of skills, it never is a competition or a comparison between you and the others who do it. In fact, it's it should be something supportive, it should be a healthy uh, community, but I digress, this is not the subject of today. The subject of today is when you seek a skill and you uh, pursue it and you uh, find it to be added to your identity, don't, don't be influenced by uh, 
you know, negative uh, remarks and don't be one who gives them uh, to others who are trying to find themselves in a field that you are good in. Um, and I guess that's it for today. Uh, I hope uh, the tunnel metaphor and the open field uh, was uh, something that's helpful uh, because especially when someone just starting out in life and they want to find their identity, they they try to focus on one thing, thinking that this is it, this is all there is, and they can't do anything else. But then they pass the tunnel to life and see how vast it is and how much they can do and how everyone else is probably as lost as they are trying to do whatever it is that they can do. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.